A warm welcome to you all on this Monday, the 26th of July. As many of you know, these programs aim to introduce triangles to those people who are new to the work and to encourage them in the forming of their own triangles. They also aim to create a space for those people who are already engaged in triangles to participate in a visual exercise to support and to strengthen the planetary network. Using the power of focused thought to uplift, transform and illuminate human consciousness, each triangle formed becomes part of a larger network of light and goodwill. Three people come together and daily link in thought to circulate energy through the points of their triangle and visualizing their triangle as part of a worldwide network. They pour beneficent healing energies into the vast planetary triangular energy fields surrounding the planet. The network is created and vitalized by the daily work of each individual member. The cumulative effect of the many thousands of members all over the world who come together in consciousness to serve humanity makes it a powerful, redemptive and effective tool. Every focused triangle that is added to the network enhances the whole, lightens the mental atmosphere of the planet and helps to relate the inner and outer worlds. Triangles work only takes a few minutes and it can be done at any time during the day. It's completed by the sounding of the Great Invocation, which focuses and releases the spiritual energies available, energizing and stimulating the planetary network of light and of goodwill. So if you'd like to take part in this important planetary service through the power of thought, then please do consider forming a triangle. And you can express your interest in the chat box. If you do form a triangle, it would be appreciated if you actually registered it at www.triangles.org. So as we do every week, we're going to take a moment to visualize a network of light. So lift your consciousness to as high a point upon the mental plane as you can. out over the world, seeing it as one of light, with here and there points and centers of intensified light.
see the energies of this network of light pulsating to the rhythm of human aspiration. Regard the group within the planetary network as a channel among many channels transmitting the energy of the spiritual hierarchy. Imagine the potent love energy pouring through the network of light, stimulating the many points and centers of energy, transforming the pulsating of energy into the rhythm of the planetary heartbeat. radiance we are and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need we reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. Oh. We have just been through the full moon of Leo and are still within its distribution phase. And as there are two full moons in Leo this year, its impact will no doubt be great. The constellation in its three conditions is ruled by the sun through which the second ray works. The sun in Leo is the source of physical consciousness exoteric awareness, of soul awareness, esoteric, and of the spiritual life, hierarchical. It is that positive nucleus of power that holds all the planes of existence, both tangible and intangible, within a ring past knot, 
that is the existence of that great being, our solar logos. As esoteric workers, we are aware of the higher planes of existence, the etheric planes that exist beyond the three worlds of the physical, emotional and mental nature. We strive through our work in meditation to raise our consciousness to these higher planes of awareness, to touch the energies and ideas that exist on etheric levels, and then to act as the channel for them so that they can reach the three worlds. Each one of us in this work is therefore a positive point of power, much like the sun. And in our work to hold a point of tension on the higher planes and then distribute the energies touched, our radiation, just like the sun's rays, pours through our planes of existence and into our environments. In striving to create a point of tension, a point of focused awareness on the higher levels of consciousness, emerge with the positive nucleus of our being, the soul, we begin to see as the soul sees. That is, we see from a group perspective. And the beauty of what is happening within humanity becomes increasingly revealed. There are people, servers in all departments of human living, working at a point of tension, striving to bring their higher awareness and understanding to those within their spheres of influence. They work, for example, within all areas of science, quantum physics, cellular biology, cosmology, to name but a few. There are artists who are bringing new ways of showing radiance on a canvas, for example. There are poets, songwriters and composers, all seeking to bring their understanding of the spiritual realms to public awareness. New economic systems are being researched and tried out that better meet the current need to distribute resources more fa fairly, more sustainably. And of course, there are all the religious, spiritual, philosophical groups that are also working at a point of tension to fuse the lower with the higher. When we look at the world and the enormous number of individuals and groups working in this way, breaking new ground, we become aware of how they are all part of a great revelation that is in the process of coming into being. The tension is palpable, for there is general recognition of something imminent, that something is breaking through, and this tension held by all servers is leading to the feeling, perhaps, of unease that permeates the general worldview. Esoteric workers know that this tension is the prelude to the reappearance of the Christ, the Maitreya the Kalki Avatar, or Iman Mahdi, his appearance in the three worlds.
The COVID pandemic has also added to world tension. There is the tension of those who have the responsibility to lead humanity out of the crisis. The tension in the medical profession in understanding the virus to find vaccines and adapt them to new variants. The tensions of those who are struggling to tend to the sick and the tension generated in those who are suffering pain and ill health or the loss of loved ones or the financial pain of lost income. The suffering brought about by the pandemic is seen on every hand, in all strata of human society, in all nations. But it is suffering and the mental tension it generates that brings greater insight as to the nature of reality. Suffering stimulates the qualities of strength, purity, and it motivates us to find a better and higher way. As the history of evolution shows us, advances in consciousness come about in periods of stress and suffering. Viktor Frankl was an Aust Austrian neurologist, psychiatrist, and Holocaust survivor. He was the founder of a school of psychotherapy, which is based on the idea that a search for a life of meaning is the central human motivational force. He published 39 books, of which his autobiographical Man's Search for Meaning is based on his experiences in various Nazi concentration camps. Frankel's new wife, mother, father and brother all died in concentration camps. And he himself spent a total of three years in four different camps. In Man's Search for Meaning, he writes of his experience of the daily suffering endured by him and others as they were made to walk for miles and miles over barren ground, ill and malnourished, brutally treated by their guards, to their place of work in frozen ditches. And yet it was then in the brutality of his environment that he experienced the truth of pure love. He writes of this realization. A thought transfixed me. For the first time in my life, I saw the truth as it is set into song by so many poets, proclaimed as the final wisdom by so many thinkers. The truth that love is the ultimate and the highest goal to which man can aspire. Then I grasped the meaning of the greatest secret that human poetry and human thought and belief have to impart. The salvation of man is through love and in love. I understood how a man who has nothing left in this world still may know bliss, be it only for a brief moment, in the contemplation of his beloved. In a position of utter desolation, when man cannot express himself in positive action, when his only achievement may consist in enduring his sufferings in the right way, an honourable way. In such a position, man can, through loving contemplation of the image he carries of his beloved, achieve fulfilment. For the first time in my life, 
I was able to understand the meaning of the words, the angels are lost in perpetual contemplation of an infinite glory. When one reads the lives of people like Frankel or Mandela, for example, one cannot help but recognize how their suffering led to their expanded vision. For suffering brings a deeper understanding of oneself and evokes compassion and understanding for other, others. It helps to create the mental tension necessary to produce revelation. Let us now work with this second ray energy pouring into the planet via the sun in our triangle's work. Knowing that in holding a point of tension in meditation, we allow the energy of love, wisdom to flow and so create a pathway of return for the Christ. Link in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network.
hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love, which underlies and infuses the network. Now lift your consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships.
the souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles seeing new triangles being formed everywhere. Sound the great invocation, silently or aloud. As you repeat each stanza, visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters 
no answer. From the center, which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you. If anyone has any comments, thoughts or impressions, then please do um, either raise your hand to speak or type a comment in the question box. I can see there's a, a fair amount going on in the chat. Sabine is asking for a new triangles partner if anyone's interested. Um, Gabrielle is going to make up the third person.
Misa says, vaccines are not the only way to get us out of the current crisis. Let us say rather remedies, for there are many. Indeed, there are many aspects to the crisis and many views, many ideas as to what's the best way out of it. And it's important to take on board all those views. So Maria says she's been working with a stellated octahedron in her meditations. So she was pleased to see, to see one. Thank you for that. Isabella says the human immune system is that, not sure what that word is, is in line with the divine purpose. And Clint has said, you mentioned that something, something great, I assume, is imminent or imminent. Is that due to the state of tension reached by esoteric workers and thinkers or the general tension reached by humanity? Well, I would say that obviously the esoteric workers lead the way and they are, their work is to maintain a point of tension on the mental plane. Um, that invokes the higher energies. It says striving to invoke the higher energies through not only maintaining mental tension in their meditations, but also in their daily lives as they seek to maintain the observer status and not get drawn in to the emotional life where the majority of people are polarized. But also the tension that's happening in humanity, certainly at the moment, I mean, there's always aspects of the human family who are under a state of great tension due to all sorts of reasons. Um, you know, the, the, there are environmental um, disasters, all sorts of crises occur in the human family that create tension. And it is that tension that focuses people at a higher level and of course as soon as you focus at a higher level you make way for the higher energies to penetrate so it's a bit of both i would say i don't know if anyone else has got any comments on that
So, um, Sunny asks where she might find the meditation form just used. I think if you email triangles, they will send it to you. And the transcript. Um, okay, I can, I think, put it on. Let me try. Right, there you go, it's on there now. So Sam Jones would like to speak. Um, Hello, Christine, thank you so much. Hi there, Sam. Nice to hear from you. Um, it was uh, wonderful to hear at the um, Olympics, um, something that we hear in the um, ancient wisdom all the time, um, unity through diversity. Yeah. And um, it seems very much we've hit the, the crux of um, monoculture in all its forms, whether it's um, trying to push nature into that, our food, work, um, uh, conglomerations, all those sort of things have turned into a, a, a monoculture and we need to diversify into a multicultural in all its forms. The Olympic Games is a perfect example of mm. so many things coming together mm. as cultures and but, you know, in order to be a, a sportsman at that level, you have to bring so many parts of yourself into a point of tension, really, isn't it? Mm, mm. Have that ability to stand back from your emotional body so that yeah. it doesn't interfere with your performance. <laughs> you have to be in your peak of health, whether that's through right eating and plenty of training mm. and yeah the Olympics is a wonderful um, example of not only tension but also lots of different people coming together with one goal mm. so thank you for that Sam thank you very much Um, I had a
Yes, and Clint says, good point. Tension creates needed energy for a solution. We need solutions right now. And there are solutions pouring in. It's just, we also need the commitment to see some of the solutions that are being bandied around to see them through. The trouble is we, we have the ideas of how we can make our world a better place. There's plenty of ideas, but of course there are so many competing forces, so many different viewpoints, um, vested interests, that it's very difficult to get these ideas off the ground. And that's again a reason for esotericists to maintain that mental tension because in doing that we work as a channel for those new energies those energies that are so needed to allow us to break new ground to allow us to move on with these new ideas um, so Faye says, I would agree that it's both the tension maintained by esoteric workers and the general tension felt by humanity, which together form the invocative force. Also that we have no idea how many esoteric workers are distributed throughout the human community everywhere. Indeed. And if you just think of the many, many spiritual groups and religious groups, and philosophical groups that are actually working in this way and that's just the ones we know about so um yeah i'm i am very optimistic that there are many working in this way as risa says we need vision and then action working together with the forces of light Absolutely, we need right action. And that is where we have to focus our attention, perhaps. Oh, I'm losing. And John, thanks, Sam, for unity of purpose, diversity of methods. Very interesting opening at the Olympics seventh um, ceremonies has a seventh ray rhythm. Yes, it, it does. So yes, Visa says right action, and that is the hard part. We know what we have to do, but doing it is a whole nother ball game. And that's not just the, the general population, it's for disciples and esoteric workers who are all too aware of what needs to be done, but often find it difficult and challenging to actually see it through. So we're all the same, we're all in the same boat. We all have challenges and, and therefore that's why it's so important to 
not judge others because everyone has their own battles to fight. We're all in this together. Is there anything else anyone would like to say? Amisa says, many don't know what to do. The new group of world servers needs to help humanity see the truth, understand what right action is. Many are deeply confused. We pray for them. Yes, thank you, Risa. And Matthew. Matthew says, spiritual creative tension is due to a recognized vision of a goal as this encounters the present circumstances, problems, or obstacles. This could also be a vision of the good or of a great spiritual need. This cre creative tension produces an energy needed to come up with solutions. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Matthew. It's important to hold a vision of the true and the beautiful and the good. It's important to see, to see that beauty actually manifesting in the world. It's all too easy to be brought down by the negativity of the media and the problems that humanity faces. But there is a great tide of spiritual energy and spiritual light sweeping through humanity. And it's important that we tap into that energy and hold a positive vision for the future. Humanity is coming into its own. It is moving towards its destiny of being a world savior. And we have to hold that vision before the eyes of everyone so that fear and cynicism and negativity, which I've just read from somebody's, from Barbara's um, comment, um, can manifest. So Barbara says, we will be helped when we manifest the positive power of human goodwill. Fear, cynicism and negativity have no constructive purpose. So many amazing scientific advances, oh, it's gone, are taking place, shared internationally, but unreported. Yes, thank you, Barbara. And that's so important to remember that what is reported is a small amount of negativity in a massive pot of positive and wonderful actions that are going on. Uh, 
Tiavana says, we have to focus on the positive energy despite all disasters. disasters. Thank you, yes. And as Celia says, all crisis makes it clear that we are all deeply connected. Um, and I think it was Suzanne who said fear stifles the US, but actually fear stifles all countries, all nations. And if we're honest, fear is something that stifles most individuals. There's always something that we fear. And we read in the, in the teachings that fear is actually one of the last glamours to be overcome because fear is in the substance of matter itself. It's, it's brought over from the previous solar system. So we, it's in the substance of our being and we have to overcome that, but it is a challenge. And Verena asks, do you think the more deeply we recognize the one life, no separation, the more we will transcend differences and anchor love and goodwill in our action and daily living? Um, well, absolutely. Um, and there are many people who do recognize the one life, although they might not necessarily see it that way um, as a, they may see it as uh, the Gaia, you know, Gaia is, is a life and that we're all part of that one, one life. Um, and there are many religious groups and spiritual groups that recognize the one life. And of course, if there is recognition of the one life, then we have to recognize that we are all one and therefore there is that impetus to transcend our differences. And that is something that we as disciples and we as esoteric workers could do is to constantly refer to the one life, to those who have got the ears to hear. I mean, it's we have to be careful who we you know, talk to because not everyone's ready for that sort of information but if you feel that there's an opportunity to talk about the one life then then i think it's very relevant as clint says the the soul is group conscious if we think of ourselves as the soul we're thinking of ourselves as the group and that group extends from family to community to nation to the whole of humanity and beyond really because all the grouped lives that make up the, the planetary logos. It's all part of the one life and the planetary logos is part of a still greater life, the solar logos, who is part of an even greater life than that. So there is only one life. Well, thank you so much for your thoughts and um, 
contributions. And we are together working to create a lighted mental atmosphere in which goodwill can flourish and will flourish throughout the planet. So let's just take a moment or two of silence before we conclude today. So thank you very much for, for joining in. Thank you, and we look forward to getting together again next week. Goodbye.